Welcome to another episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark. This time I'm joined by Sam Robertson and our dear friend and colleague, Louise Reed, and we are talking about community and the strident movement against community that's existing in the Western Church. We have some top tips and some strong thoughts. Join us for this episode of What the Prophets Say. Hello, loyal listeners, and welcome to another episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, and Sam Robertson. And Sam, we are joined by the joy and delight and our colleague that is Prophet... Louise Reed. How are you, Louise Reed? I'm very well, thank you. We were just actually talking about the fact that the title is Prophet and how funny we think the word prophetess is. Yeah. You don't get an... Shepherdess. Yeah. <laughs> and a teacheress. A teacheress. A what? Evang- evangelist. Evangelist. Yeah. Ev- Evangelistess. Evangelistess. <laughs> no, yeah. it's very difficult to do prophetess. that one. But prophetess no, seems no. to be. No, it's ridiculous. Yes, it sounds strange. like you're wearing some sort of outing, uh, outfit. <laughs> it looks like a dress. You know, a prophetess, prophet dress. The dress. It, get, it, just, the gets, it, just, it just gets complicated. <laughs> the dress <laughs> of a prophet. The dress of a prophet. No, to be fair, you're on fairly good biblical ground because some of the prophets in scripture are described as wearing some odd things. Oh, maybe. But, maybe. yeah, camel hair. True. Yes. Now, nice. Do you know what my favourite description of a prophet is in scripture? It's Elijah, who's described as having a lord of hair. Yes, he's been very hairy. Clearly hair suit. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think that's utterly yeah. brilliant? And that they had to describe well, him as that. They thought that was he really must have important. been super hairy if he got a description yeah, of that. that was which is which is fine when you're in that kind of you know wearing those sort of clothes or not wearing those sort of clothes. It's not so good in this kind of climate to be to well. Where you have to where you have to cover up. Yeah. Yes. It could be <laughs> uncomfortable and sweaty. In yes. this episode of what the prophets say, we'll discussing. we will talk about appropriate dress for yes. the prophets. Yes, <laughs> various appearances of prophets. Modest and discreet, I think, is the answer. Absolutely. Modest, yes, important. and discreet. It's important. why I think there's an interesting conversation to be had about Elisha, his protege, um, who's bald, and how does he feel about having the symbol of great prophecy being hairy? Let's maybe not unpack that. <laughs> well, it just shows the polarisation of the prophet appearance. Yes. Yeah. There, we <laughs> could we, do a podcast on that. We do have some really important <laughs> stuff to talk about. But this that is was not it. Into, but we know that you love our banter <laughs> exactly. and our chit-chat at the it's beginning a, of yeah, the podcast. This is, yeah, yeah, this is not yeah. it. Yeah. And just because you've been with us before and it's been joyous, just so we, we remember that you are from Ireland. Correct. But the south, correct. I'm saying but like it's a problem, but no, but the south, because obviously I'm from the north. And um, south of Dublin, correct. On the east coast. On the east coast. On the east coast, yes. yes the Garden of Ireland. Yeah. Right. Wicklow. Correct. Mountains, hills, beaches. beaches. So between the sea and the hills. It's beautiful. It's a very yeah, beautiful part of the world. It is, yeah. Obviously, the north is more. <laughs> we won't go there, Emma. We won't go there. And Sam, all the, things bright and beautiful. All yeah. the <laughs> and obviously I'm from Glasgow. All creatures great and small. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like the need to sing. I know. <laughs> and we said we would not go near poetry or, or songs. songs. I so love poetry. I do too. And I actually songs. found a poem that I wrote. I just found it randomly in my drafts in my emails yesterday, and I read it and I thought. Boy, that's good. 
Who were you emailing poetry to? No, I wrote it and um, obviously didn't do it in a Word document and just filed it as drafts. And maybe I was it going to, yourself. to No, maybe I was going to email yourself. it to somebody and I never did. Do you know what anyway. Sam giggles at me about? I text myself. She does. But I find that yeah, quite useful. That. You I, do that too. Of course yes. I do. How else would I remember anything? No, totally. And your notes up. No. no, no, I text it in a proper text. No, I think I've deleted I mean, my notes app, so I text myself. You yeah. can't WhatsApp yourself, so you oh, d- can you not? No, I don't can't. think I've tried. Yeah. I certainly no, text myself. I do that too. A lot. Yeah, lots of notes, websites, all sorts of things. Yeah, yes. <laughs> What's the problem? Why are you no, laughing at what you no, said? Generations. <laughs> Is it a generational yeah, thing? Yeah. Okay. What yeah. would um, somebody else do of a younger age? Use my notes app. Just the okay. thing that's there for taking notes, for remembering. <laughs> I've never even opened the notes app. I well, think I, I think I did once. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're instructing we're, the world. We're, I know. <laughs> Five minutes into the podcast. And world Louise, you've got a nasty wee cough. I know. When you said, how are you? And I said, very well. That's just because I'm... You're you being know. polite. Yeah. I do, I have got a bit of a dose, but um, it's... A dose of the cold, a bit of a lurgy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So as long as I don't give it to anybody... No, please don't. Please you don't. just keep, we just box you in in the, in name, the name of Jesus. Jesus. Thank you. No, actually, yes. we probably should say get healed. Yeah, instead of box you in in CL. No, get healed in <laughs> Jesus' name. Just you keep your germs to yourself, my friend. Yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We love you. Uh, okay, okay yes. so let's dive into something sober and serious rather than hairy profits or shaved profits. <laughs> yes. And, um, oh, that t- reminds me of a story talking <laughs> about shaving. <clears throat> This is actually a very good story. Um, I have a great prophet friend, Dr. Sharon Stone, who years ago released a prophetic word over a lady at the front of a church. This is a glorious story. And you know the way when you prophesy and you think, I'm not totally sure what I'm talking about because we only... No, it doesn't really make sense. And that's quite common for prophets because you're just leaning into trusting that you hear the voice of God, you're being obedient, even, and you're acknowledging that you only ever see in part, which I think is a real awkwardness because you don't know what you're talking yeah. about on occasions. So the word of the Lord came and, and I think Sharon said something um, from the Isaiah quote uh, where they talk about Jesus like a sheep before his shearers is silent, Ooh. quoting the coming of Christ mm-hmm. is a really difficult that scripture. Is, is. But she heard the Lord say um, uh, that from that verse that God was going to... Um, uh, shave or shear um, this lady, which it, you you really need to know you've got history with God yeah, before that. you say that. Well, unknowns to her, this lady was very covered up and appropriately modest. Um, she had a hair soot fur. She was like fur underneath on her legs. Uh, a really challenging yeah. medical condition. condition. Yeah. Actually, really, I'm sure not an easy one to work with. And uh, God shaved her on the spot with His glory, yeah. and the f- and she was completely it, it healed, and it fell out the bottom of her trousers. Incredible! Oh, wow. Just because of that word. Yeah, because of that word. The, so have we redeemed our earlier conversation? We have, but it is a powerful story about the yes. effect of of the prophet, and actually yeah. th- that sometimes there are words that come forward in riddles or poetry or in what you're like when you prophesy this doesn't make sense to me but you have to trust the voice of god because it lands and Mm -hmm. we've probably all got stories like that to share and where you think i'm saying something and i have no idea what i'm saying and why i'm saying it but i hear the voice of god and the person then responds with oh my goodness you have no idea how much that i think that's a brilliant story because it just shows something as well the heart of god that he will turn your shame into glory yes 
And that's extraordinary. From the most challenging of scriptures totally, as well. I, totally. Well, quite. I don't think I've ever used that scripture to prophesy over anybody, like a <laughs> no. sheep before a shearer is silent. silent. Anyway, okay, so we've set ourselves a task probably over the next couple of episodes to so come on this journey with us as the three of us sit together. I think we understand that the prophetic movement of which we are um, part of and love, love being it. part of the prophetic yeah. movement, what we're brave enough to be able to say, it's got great strengths, but it also has great weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And with any movement uh, across the globe that's developing and growing, there will be things that we want to address that we say, actually, we need to really watch that we don't fall off the road of revelation into one of these pits on either side where we get snared up and get stuck or led astray. Mm-hmm. And so we want to have some conversations, not in any sense of judgment or undermining or attack, but just to have a wholesome conversation on what are we seeing in the prophetic movement that we're dealing with that we want to say, come on, guys, let's just watch that we don't fall into that and stumble and lose time and waste time Mm -hmm. and then have to go through major course corrections down the line if we can see it ahead of time or see the beginnings of something now some of these are fairly straightforward and obvious Mm -hmm. some of these I think are harder because there is a sense that the prophetic movement perhaps has stumbled more than we would ideally like so some of these things you'll listen to um, and you'll go yep that's a good one and then some of them you'll go oh course correction course correction required in that it's it's the good catch stuff So the first one I want to kind of like bat the ball to you on is the issue really that I think, and partly it's because we've been through COVID and we've been through that pandemic and we've had to retreat back into the home environment and there's been a very healthy rise of online platforms, of course, which this is an online platform. Mm -hmm. So we totally celebrate the need for the communication through the vehicle of broadcasting and podcasting. But actually in there there has arisen a movement against community. Now, some of that is quite strident, which is pushing into independence. Some of that is accidental, where it's easy to almost nourish and feed yourself by yourself because there is quality in the online space. But I really want the Spirit of God to be released to where you are so that you can have an honest moment as you listen to us. Have I accidentally become one who is either not in community mm-hmm. or is part of the movement against community. Yeah. And of course, that then opens whole conversations about accountability and yes. not liking to be correct, all of that, yes. or the unkindness of, of, of people one to another that has perpetuated this movement against yeah. community. Can we talk about that? Yeah, and I think as well to add, so, um, you know, not in community, anti-community. I do think there's a third category, which is in community, but not open to community <laughs> and that yes. I think is troubling I'm surrounded by people but I'm not open to the sharpening yes. of it and we all know you can be in a room and you can be surrounded by people but totally disconnected from every Correct. one of them mm-hmm. and I think you see that as well I do think for the prophet who is extreme in emotion extreme in um, in sensitivity a lot of the time has a tendency towards the extremes of rejection this thing of independence this thing of anti-community is really our achilles heel and um 
often people would say, what do you think the biggest enemy of the prophetic is for me, or, or of a prophet? You know, and people would go, well, it's, you know, witchcraft or it's this. Rejection but, is commonly yeah. stated. But I think, I think independence ultimately mm. is for the prophet mm. because the minute okay, you get right. independent, you actually just open yourself up to every, yes. everything yes. else there yes. anyway. And the enemy knows that. And we have to start to contend, not just to be in community, but open to people open to sharpening, yeah. open to one another, where it's not just about being surrounded by numbers, but actually it's about being connected heart to heart mm -hmm. as prophets, yes. for it is there that there's trustworthiness and mm -hmm. sharpening. Yeah. I mean, it is about the quality of connection and communi yeah. community as distinct from what that specific community looks like. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think scripture is really clear. You can have um, what, you, what you're looking for is those situations where you can be spurred on, incited, yeah. like Hebrews 10 says in verse, I think it's 24, 25, something around there, about uh, being spurred on towards love and good deeds, which in the prophet world yeah. is actually being really fruitful so that it's positive. I think the thing is that uh, it's the sharpening aspect of the heart to heart connection. Mm -hmm. And I think that in this this post-COVID season, we need to, to guard from the trap of independence. Yeah. Um, mm. And I think COVID has sort of moved us into a completely different yes. um, position. But we need to, to, to guard that we don't fall into the trap of staying there. Now, I, 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 I thought it was really interesting. I've had two conversations in the last week where people have phoned me or contacted me um, where they are prophets and who came out of local church through frustration, really, and just mm. inability to be able to connect and, and to find those heart-to-heart -heart connections. Mm. And actually, they both independently were in touch to say, God's spoken to me again and, and told me that season is over and I must get back involved with uh, with community and specifically in these cases mm -hmm. the local church because that is where actually mm -hmm. they can be useful. Mm -hmm. So they've gone through a period through mm -hmm. COVID etc etc uh, being sharpened themselves and now mm -hmm. they are ready to be useful again within uh, local church I think it's really important uh, that the, the, that sense of connection is something that isn't that we just jump in and out of but is established in our lives really important I, I really like the word being rooted in community yeah, rooted. now we actually have some um, merch that is, says rooted raised released yeah. Yeah. now we didn't understand when we put it together that Actually, the word rooted is a very rude word in Australia and New Zealand. So let's not go there. Otherwise, we might have reframed our yeah. merch. Totally. <laughs> it's apparently a swear word and means something very... Any, let's not go there. Yeah. But, but for the, heart the heart behind it, behind it was being grounded yeah. and deeply yeah. established. Yeah. Yeah. We, so, but, in, but in most of the for Western us, yeah. context, apart from the Antipodes, the word rooted is a, is a very yes. good word yeah. to describe what you should be doing. Now, I would make a comment that when I, when I think you look at community, you know that it will not necessarily do all things in the way that you would seek it to. Correct. So you are never looking for perfected community. That is unrealistic. That's really, yeah, that's important. And so when, you, when you're looking for perfected community, that really... You only ever set yourself up for disappointment. You do. Totally. That you understand in that I will play to its strengths Absolutely. and I will take from it and I will give into yeah. it according to strengths. Yeah. And I think that's really important. What What is the strength of this community and what can I glean from it? And you've got to know, mm -hmm. I think people 
often do spiral into disappointment and pain because they expect community to be all things to them rather than actually what is the portion that it carries and that's a really important question to be asking we've talked for many years about um the conversation around um tolkien Mm. jr tolkien and c.s lewis Lewis. and the group that um now i'm pulling it from my memory bank here called the inklings yeah Yeah. and that group of writers who coalesced together for many years i think monday mornings (coughs) sorry coughing i think i'm getting your lurgy louise (laughs) banish it in jesus name um but they would meet together, I think, actually, to drink beer yes, on a Monday morning. It was on a morning, yeah, on a Monday morning at 9 a.m. Mu- yes, go. I don't know that we would get no, we that out there that. as a no, suggestion. That's not a formula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a formula, but C.S. Lewis. But the talk. point is they were together. They were together. And they were in together in a place of fellowship. Yeah. Yes. And that conversation when one of them died, I can't remember which one it was that went first, but they spoke about each other that they didn't just lose that person, but they lost what that person uh, drew from them yes. a part of themselves a somewhere. part of yeah. themselves had yeah. gone too and that in community you are looking to find a part of yourself that is revealed and released and pulled out by that community mm. that otherwise is completely obscured yes. that community and finding those relationships will draw from you so you don't just look at it and go eh, you're not perfected you're going in with a sense of oh actually I'm going to learn more about yeah. me yes. a different side of me is going to be visible and drawn out yes. I'm going to draw a different part of them out and in that we're going to completely be doing step up step up yeah. step up yeah. step up the deeper we go because we will reveal yeah. by proximity different aspects of each other that you can actually then journey that community to somewhere much re- richer than it started totally. with that concept so we don't assess it from what it is without us. We assess it where we can go together by the journey of stepping each other up. It's It's really important. total give and take. It it, it really is so important. But look, this, I've got to be honest about this, it takes vulnerability. Yes. And it takes... Work. Yes, work, commitment, vulnerability. And I think some of the things that it takes are not popular these days. Yeah. Because actually what we want is an instant society where we get an instant gratification or this works for me. Um, actually, no, this is more like family yeah. where you're growing into one another, with one another. It's give and take. It's 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 a whole process. Mm-hmm. But it is the the win of this is the very best. Yeah. This is the yeah. pattern of God and it really is worth the investment. Absolutely. It's his heart and his plan. Yeah. And because we're specifically talking the about the prophetic prophets, yeah community and the prophets yep. and those who steward revelation who do see and hear some peculiar things yeah. and have those encounters with the spirit of God in the realms of the spirit there is a sense for me that you need almost doubly connected yes. into the local to and it's local that matters and I in think person. in person and local rather than online which clearly has its place but in person and local does something completely different of helping you day to day steward some things that are very otherworldly in terms of the realms of God that you need normalized in this world which comes through a locality and a commitment to a locality and I have great concerns 
Um, I mean, obviously, I, I'm an itinerant minister, but I've great con- so I celebrate that. But I've great concerns about itineration without the rootedness yes. in a local. Has to be I both just, it has to be both, yeah. and that is costly because it's easy to zoom around the place and be greatly celebrated. And I think if you find an itinerant, doesn't really matter whether it's a prophet or, or you anything, know, any, any yeah, sort yeah. of itinerant, any gift, any gift. If there's not a, an ability to express a rootedness in a locality. I would have question marks about how high they can go in the things of the yeah. of God. And so as we talk about this being an issue in the prophetic movement just now or in the world of the prophet and in mm-hmm. the other guests, can we push it and say that if you're not in community, you'll never access the fullness of your call. You, you will always be out of fullness because in community, part of who I am is revealed that I don't get to discover mm-hmm. if I'm isolated. And also about mm-hmm. the itinerant side of things, we have said for, for years, you can tell the difference in authority in a room when someone speaks who is not grounded in mm-hmm. local community versus someone who yeah. speaks who is and who leads and who is part of a local community. There is a difference in authority. Very There's a much. difference uh-huh. in the ability to then lead people yes. mm-hmm. into the place and journey them into the place that God has for them. There is a noticeable difference. Yes. And I do think a lot of it is God just puts a certain sort of trustworthiness. He puts a certain sort of authority on those who are grounded and rooted in, in community, especially for the prophet. It, it yeah. fascinates me that that is the case. And something I think about remembering what it is to be sheep together. Yeah. I think it's very easy to forget, forget that you're that. a sheep yeah. I also think that we're so used to learning in the context of either being lectured or reading or whatever that we sometimes forget mm-hmm. that really so much of our learning comes from actually being with mm-hmm. one another, yeah. watching one another, working together. Mm-hmm. And actually we can produce far better fruit in ourselves and with one another when we're actually t- learning together through modeling mm-hmm. as well as private study or whatever it yes. might be. So that just sense yes. of being together. Of course, we've been prophesying a lot about, you know, where it really is at the moment and what God's really putting his finger on is that the anointing is in the cluster, yes, yeah. not in the individual. And that really should encourage any of us if we're in any way out of community out of connection, mm-hmm. out of vulnerability mm-hmm. and intimacy with other either prophets or mm-hmm. believers, we have got to take a rain check and go to the Lord and say, a rain check, is that the right word? This is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and go to the Lord and say, actually, Lord, what can I have an update yes. on this? Yeah. Am I positioned correctly? Yes. Because I believe really that he's 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 putting his finger on this yeah, one. And to, and to ask, be brave enough, listeners, to ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. Am I positioned rightly? Have I stewarded wounding? Or have I just literally got a bit too yeah. busy? Yeah. And, I've, and I'm accidentally yeah. totally. not sitting at the table and where I should be sitting. And I'm not, you know, I'm dashing in and I'm dashing out and I may be in attendance somewhere, but attendance is different 
from community. And you can accidentally fall into the movement against community by turning up in a community as an attender rather than a participator. And you can actually cause problems for yourself and for others others. by modelling attendance only. And the sense then of where do we journey in the spirit together if you if your heart struggles to look around the room and build um connection points it is costly i remember many many years ago david and i so we've been married 25 years this year we would be married a year uh, so a long time ago pre-children and sitting with uh we were at a baptist church at the time a scottish baptist church because I grew up Irish Baptist, so that was a natural jump for me. And sitting with a church leader saying, we just don't feel like we fit in. We just don't feel like we belong. And yet we had very, we had we were working, but we had very little other commitments in that we didn't have all the kind of children yeah. stuff. It was just David and I. And he sat with me and I'm like, I was breaking my heart. Like, yeah. we don't feel like we fit in. We don't feel like we belong. We don't feel, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? You know, we go to this home group, but, 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 you know. And he just laid his hands on me and actually he still pastors in Scotland. Um, and he said to me, but Emma, how many of this church have you actually had in your own home? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And it was a, a, a oh. oh, oh, like I had forgotten. Yeah. That, uh, and which is quite an Irish thing to yeah. people in your house yeah. all of the mm. time. And we now have people never out of our house but that's a whole other conversation <laughs> <laughs> a whole other From conversation we're now yeah. the other extreme yeah. like where i walk around my house i think oh you're here today <laughs> oh somebody's st- oh yeah that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what happens but i quite like that i don't mind that at all to be fair um but the simpleness of emma but you've not had anybody in your yeah. house yeah. yeah yeah and yeah. it opened opened your eyes and i think we have peculiar notions about community that it has to come to us that we can't initiate it uh-huh. and actually in community for those of you who are thinking yeah. oh you know I, I feel out of out of community well open open the doors to your home yeah. invite yeah. people yeah. around yes. your dinner table mm-hmm. don't over spiritualize it and also don't just pray i need community then do nothing about it and i watch that with some people they pray i, I pray for community and please do that but make sure there are some helpful actions on the back of it where you initiate some conversations, you initiate some invites, you make the step. And I think as well, it's important Mm -hmm. when you're looking for community and friends that you are the friend to others that you would like for yourself. Go and be the friend to others that you want them to be for you and and be that initiator in community. Don't wait for it to just magically appear. I I love what you're saying, Sam, about don't over-spiritualise it because actually what we need to do is, first of all, just uh, uh, use the muscle of, of love uh, yeah. And op- open us to one another, <laughs> and you know Use we the, uh, muscle, the of muscle of love. Of love. But <laughs> quite seriously, we over spiritualize things and sometimes get far too complicated about what hospitality is. You know, don't over complicate it. What can you do? Open your home and have somebody around for a coffee. And can I tell you, I find this particularly with single people. It is much harder for single. And if you're listening and if you're a single person, don't overcomplicate it. 
just do what you can do. And if it's a difficult area, go meet somebody in a coffee shop first mm-hmm. uh, and start to build yeah. build a friendship, build connection, invite a few people out together. And then you can do it within your within your own home. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, I mean, we have got out of this in our Western civilization yeah. of actually just simply opening our homes. I mean, what are we afraid yeah. of? Yeah. Um, just make it simple. Can I tell you, I mean, this, this slightly irks me. Um, uh, but it's a sign that we're not used to community. Whenever you invite people around, and we have a lot of people yeah, around for a lot do. of meals, and it feels like I've had to buy a bigger dining room table and <laughs> chairs. Get one built. I literally had a. It's the longest one I think I've ever seen. A table in a, in a private table. home. It mm. is because I, we're just feeding so many people all of the time. But what I what I notice is that those who are not used to community, who just are used to turning up and whatever is provided they will eat or if it if it doesn't suit their dietary requirements they'll just go and fire a piece of toast in the toaster yeah. or you know they'll open or we'll find something we'll find something that you can eat because in my house there's usually something, something that you can eat um and but they send you a list of really odd and convoluted <laughs> dietary requirements and i think you are out of the loop of what it means to be in somebody else's home you're giving me a list like you're coming to a, a restaurant. restaurant and it really <laughs> irritates me like i am not here to perform catering for you i am opening my front door yeah, help yourself to, to embrace you as yeah. a yes. member of the extended family yes yes, yes. don't Very be so different. rude over what you will and will not eat. Yeah. And to me, it's a sign, not of the prote- protection of their gut and lower intestine, but it's a, it's a sign of a protection of their heart uh-huh. that does not yeah. understand yeah, 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 yeah. what community does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless there's a life-threatening allergy that can kill them. No, where there's particular just, oh, I don't like this and I don't like that, and that sense of coming to a restaurant rather than coming to a home a just home. to hang out yeah. and to chat and, and and I think it's important because what is the real point the food is not the central thing but we're using that yes. to actually heart connect yes, yes. And that's what the big thing is. And you've you've hit on something there. And actually, we're protecting our hearts. Yeah. We're protect. We're, we come to protect our hearts rather than to unguard we're, our yeah. hearts yes, and yes. to enjoy the the rhythm of yeah. fe- uh, of feeling and seeing each other. So there's definitely something that we definitely have to pull yes, back straight. in and needs to be redeemed, which is our connection and our community, whether that's round the table yeah. or whether that's in a fellowship group of some yeah, sort. Yeah, absolutely. Well, our time is nearly gone. We've already got to one on our list <laughs> over the Achilles. This is going to be a long day. This is going to be a long day. The Achilles heel. And I, I'm hoping by next episode you're, you'll be able to hear whether her cough's got any better or whether the lurgy is dancing around the room. It won't kill the lurgy in Jesus' name. Um, and we'll come next episode. You'll want to join us for. I, I, I'm almost scared to tell the listeners how many I've got in a list, how yeah. many episodes we might so create here. Yes, but yes. the list of the Achilles heels. Do not be in the movement against community. Come on. Yes, come on. And be the initiator. Yes. So we thank you for joining us for this episode of What the Prophets Say. We will see you very soon, my lovely friends. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark. If you would like to go deeper with us, you would be very welcome to join our network, the Global Prophetic Alliance. You can find that at propheticscots.com, where we have a comprehensive training program to lead you into deeper realms of the Spirit of God and encounter. If you feel a call in the Pull to Deliverance ministry, you can download my latest e-course, which is a comprehensive overview of getting people free from demonic oppression. You'll find that at demonbusting.com. Join us on these different platforms for more interaction with Emma Stark, Sam Robertson and the GPA team.